My headphones are dead. from Chi-Town, my pal Jason Budd. Oh, you're in trouble now, aren't you? Um, I'm losing because I'm also drinking Mad Dog for the first time in 12 years. And the last time I drank Mad Dog, um, it did not end up pretty. I was actually walking through CVS, guzzling Mad Dog, and I ended up in the middle of the street in Norfolk, Virginia, right before I was supposed to go on stage with my band, walking down the middle of the street, flicking off cars. Cars were, like, stopping as I was in the middle center. I never get that wasted, but two pints of Mad Dog did that to me. Oh, and two also, whole, see, now, that, that's the thing. You had two whole ones? You, yeah, but you just bought me two whole ones. I bought three for the two of us to share because I, I really, I saw that it said 13% alcohol, and I happen to know that, you know, a wine cooler is like 6%. Some beer is as much as, you know, 10 to 11%. I'm like, okay, I can handle this. Surely you can handle this. Not mm. thinking, well, it's been a while since we've really heavily drank. 
Um, and I looked online while I was in the liquor store because I had no idea how this stuff tasted, and the girl that showed me where it was, she didn't know. Um, so I looked it up online, and they said it tastes like Kool-Aid. And I'm like, dude, I love Kool-Aid. Like, Kool-Aid is like, you know, the, the liquid of the gods to me. I love the stuff. I'm like, okay, well, they didn't have the flavor you wanted, so I got three different ones thinking, okay, one of these is going to be good. I was very wrong. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I also want to say that, um, speaking about Chicago, that the music, the startup music, that's Terrible Monster, and that is from our pal Joey Vindictive's band, The Vindictives. So, Jake, go ahead and um, check them out on Amazon. And if you're going to check them out on Amazon and pick up one of their many totally cool albums, make sure that you go through the link on our page. What's our page again? That would be uh, drunkentrivia.blogspot.com. You can also look at any of our Facebook pages. If you can find one of our Facebook pages, you can find all of our Facebook pages. You can find our blogs. You can find our Twitter. You can, I mean, we're everywhere. We're shameless self-promoters. We are. We're trying to be the new Nick Cannon, but, you know, without the Mariah Carey, because uh, I don't We're like her. We're P.T. Barnum for the next generation. There you go. Absolutely. Hey, are you with us, Jason? I am here. Woohoo! Are you ready for some <laughs> trivia? Uh, I, I hope so. I've, I've been stretching. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've done some laps around the building. Uh, Have you, you know, done some lunges? Herring. I did I, one uh, lunge anyway. I always, I'm very concerned about, you know, my hamstrings. Uh, I don't want them to cramp up uh, at a pivotal point in the conversation. <laughs> Do you have a masseuse there in case a cramp up occurs? I I don't, but but if there's any, you know, lovely, you know, masseuse ladies in the in the Chicagoland area, um, there will be a drunken man. Um, Can we send Amy? A, a wandering up. around. Complaining of his hammies. My hammies, my hammies. Can we send uh, Amy Smith to Chicago to oil you up? (laughs) Done. Nice. I'll have to find out where she is. Um, Do you accept the terms of tonight's battle? You will not use any other resource to answer questions except your big old rocket scientist brain, and you will drink when you miss many of a question. I, you know, I'm a rule follower. You know, I, I do color in between those lines, so yes. Nice. Yeah. Right. Let the battle begin, baby. All right, guys. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, we are playing the 21 tonight. Uh, if uh, time permitting, we will go further, but <clears throat> we typically start out at 21. If we get, like, five minutes in and you guys each have 15 points, then obviously we'll have to go a little farther, and that means I didn't work hard enough. Uh, this first round, of course, is science. And each one is multiple choice, and therefore only worth one point. Uh, and you buzz in with your name. Huh? Oh, buzz in with their name, right? Yes, buzz in with your name. The first one that I hear. Nick, you have the bedroom door closed? I have the bedroom door closed. Ah, crap. I can hear you through it. Okay, the first one I hear on my headset will have the shot to uh, answer first, and if they get it wrong, obviously the next person will get the chance. All righty, and to start us off, we have some very special music to lead us in, and so I'm going to turn it down nice and low. There we go. Uh, for one point, where would you find the Sea of Tranquility? 
Is it Mars, the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, or the Moon? Jason. Nick. Jason, go ahead. Uh, Atlantic Ocean. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, uh, Nick, go ahead. Oh. Coffee. Why am I thinking it's the moon? Uh, is that uh, your final answer? That's my final answer. That is correct. It is the moon. Uh, in 1965, the Ranger 8 was deliberately crashed in the sea of tranquility on the surface of the moon. Very nice. My goldfish uh, isn't interfering with the sound, is it? You're what now? Me crunching on goldfish. Oh, I didn't even notice. No, you're good. Oh. What did you have for dinner? That's why I got it wrong. What was it? What did you have for What were you grinding up pepper for when I called you? What did you just eat? Oh, I, haven't, I, I was preparing there because so, I figure after all this is over, I'm going to be starving in like a kind of a drunken haze. So I, I had to do all the like the nice work and prep work. Uh, tonight is mm. a, it, it's like a it's steak and potato night. So just mm. pepper, pepper on a steak. All right. Well, please Instagram that picture and put it up on our show page. Everyone will love the yeah, culinary delight you've prepared for the Friday night show. It's going to be a little high filter. Oh, I remember. Tonight was uh, what every Friday night dinner is. Whatever you make yourself out of a can or a cabinet because mama ain't cooking. That, that's Friday. Every other day of the week I cook, just not Friday. Anyway, moving right along. Again, multiple choice, still worth one point, still in science. What is the chemical symbol for gold? Is Nick. it? Jason. Nick, go ahead. A-U. <laughs> That is correct. Uh, AU has, uh, gold has been known since prehistoric times, and it is a soft metal whose no- atomic number is 79. That puts you up to two, and Jason's still at nil, but that's okay. Uh, it's not going well. That's, that's okay. Going like the, the food category, unless the questions are about pens. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, if you suffer from ligophobia, what are you afraid of? Is it water, the dark, dust, or clouds? Nick? Nick, go ahead. I'm trying to resource my memories. Jason, didn't you used to have this crazy book of phobias and people were afraid of the gravity given out? Yeah, I'm trying to resource that from the old um, saucy memory banks. I think it's C... Dust? Hey, that is incorrect. Uh, Enjoy your drink. Okay, Jason, wait, would I, you like to start with, huh? Let Jason answer because I got an announcement to make after he answers. Okay. I, I don't even remember the question. Okay, so dust is, it's obviously not dust. I, I the do other not three choices were water, the dark, and clouds. I go. I, I don't. Wait, you say clouds or clowns? Clouds. Puffy things. Uh, yeah. Ligo, Ligo. I'm try- I don't know my Latin. I-, I only took like four years of it, and I remember nothing. I'm going to say the dark. That, did you say the dust? 
dark. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute, he guessed this. That is correct. Ligophobia is the fear of the dark. Nice. All right. Is everybody prepared? I'm going to take my first drink of Mad Dog in 12 years. Since the what are you incident. talking about? I've been sipping on this for 10 minutes. I've been waiting to do it on air so all of the listeners mm. can enjoy and experience my first taste of Mad Dog with me. I'm trying to make this a group moment. Interactive radio. Okay. So if anybody okay, has a drink out there, please take it with me. I'm hoping this isn't as bad as I remember. Okay, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Like, oh I used to drink God. this shit. What was wrong, Jason? How could you let me drink this stuff? What kind of irresponsible <laughs> friend are you? I was not involved in the in the decision making tonight because I could have told you that was an awful idea. No, I met twenty years ago. You used to encourage it. What's going on? What kind of influence have you been on me? Because it's cheap. We were there was different priorities back then. Taste there was not right. on the top of the list. No, yeah. it was get as drunk as you can, as fast as you can, for as little amount of money as possible. <laughs> I got it. I understand. Wow. Well, so, so, so Mad Dog isn't going to become a sponsor, I'm guessing, after this, this, this episode, right? Uh, it could, but we would do it laughingly. <laughs> I meant to say Mad Dog is delicious. It's a refreshing breeze of liquor concoctionism. <laughs> <laughs> you suck at lying so bad. <laughs> it's liquid gold. It really is. It's liquid AU. <laughs> After I run 10 miles around the city, I refresh and rehydrate with a nice big tall glass of Mad Dog. He is a preferred drink of rocket scientists. Mad Dog is the preferred drink of Chicago rocket scientists. I think. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, boys. Y'all are nuts. Okay, Saucy, Ninja Master, you currently have two points. Jason is on the board with one. Hi. And this that one was is my Mr. So impression. I think I failed miserably. <laughs> uh, we are still worth one point. This is still multiple choice, and we're still in science. Where would you find a proboscis? Is it a person's face? In Africa, on a tree, or in the ocean? Jason. Jason, go ahead. And you, you said proboscis? Yes, proboscis. And one, one of the choices, was it face? Bazinga. That is correct. That is another word for nose. <clears throat> so when someone walks up to you and says, oh, my, what a lovely proboscis you have. Don't worry about zipping your pants unless your nose is in there. Okay. You know, we're missing, right. uh, we've been missing a special sound effect when Jason missed one. <gasps> oh, yes. I will have to. I'll have to we have that. something there special for you, Jason, next time you miss uh, just, one. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. Okay. We'll, we'll have I, another I, chance, can, I'm sure. You can play it twice. There you go. All righty. How many bones are in a shark's body? Is it 130, 97, 0, or 228? Jason, Jason go ahead. Zero. That is correct. Sharks got no bones. Their skeleton is made entirely of cartilage. Uh, 
Wow. I did not know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that at all. And wow. I have a shark I have a shark D- DVD for National Geographic I got for a buck at Walmart and I never watched it. Maybe had I watched it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be drinking Mad Dog right now. <laughs> and oh, okay. not to go back in time, not to go back in time, if you want to Google some interesting things, Google proboscis monkey. It's a monkey that has a dick yes. It's the yeah, most it, greatest animal ever. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. I thought I'm going to show them the ugliest animal on Earth. It's the, the blobfish. It literally, <laughs> I think they used it, uh, I think they used it in one of the Men in Black movies, actually the, the third one, when there's that giant fish on the slab in the restaurant. I think that's supposed to be a blobfish because it looks a lot like it. It looks like some guy just kind of melted. It's, oh, <laughs> it's a living animal. I would like anyway. to warning to all the listeners out there. Goldfish and Mad Dog does not go together. Uh-oh. Well, at least it will taste pretty good coming. It'll probably taste better coming up than it went going down. Doubtful. So you're, you're good. All right, moving on. We are at, oh, Saucy, you have two. Jason has three. Uh, where is the largest oh. desert on Earth? Is it Africa, Europe? North America or Antarctica? Excuse me. The Jason. Desert. Jason, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say Antarctica only because I think a desert defined as something without any water or, or precipitation, I should say. That is correct. It is Antarctica. The continent contains a cold, uh, the whole continent is a cold desert. There you go. Nice. So uh, it turns into an actual desert of sand, just barren wasteland, and people could see, see, there's a statistic climate change. Antarctica was always a desert. <laughs> so that works yeah. out yep. Nice. <sighs> yep, absolutely. Score one. Okay, for- last one. In- huh? I said score one for the non-believers. That's right. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more science, and then we'll switch to food, because I have a coffee or just in peril here. Uh, and it's the end of the stage. Uh, which of these planets do not have any satellites? Uh, Mercury. Saucy. Go ahead. Mercury. Damn it. Oh. That is correct. Mercury was named after the messenger of the gods, and it is the closest planet to the sun. So at the end of our first round, we have Saucy at three, Jason at four, and we are still waiting on our nifty sound effects. <clears throat> Moving on to food and drink. And each of these is still worth one point, and they are all multiple choice. Yeah, I'm going to get wiped out. I think you'll be all right. <laughs> I think you will be all right. Uh, in the 1950s, Snap, Crackle, and Pop were nearly joined by a fourth Rice Krispie brother. What was his name? Was it Bang, Pal, Tack, or Cornelius? So you're saying Tupac's not one of the answers, right? I am saying Tupac is indeed not. One of the answers. Because how badass would that be? Snap, crackle, pop, and Tupac. That, that, 
That's going to be pretty badass, let me tell you. Nice. I, I was more of a Biggie fan. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. have the, uh, the same kind of rhythm. Snap, crackle, true. pop, Biggie. All right. Wow. Is it, who's going to guess? I'm waiting uh, on Jason to guess. I, all right, I'm going to say... Whittle I'm going to say Cornelius. You're going to say Cornelius? Yes. I, w- I think the ad execs just went crazy that day. That is incorrect. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you feel that oh, I do. Did you hear it? <laughs> I, I, I can hear it. it. It brings back memories. Yeah. Nice. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Hey, perfectly, you're like, you gotta find this, you gotta find this. I'm like, okay. Uh, hey, we used to sit there and play that stupid 3DO for hours. And it I had the best the 3DO. It was the first disc system that wasn't a cartridge mm-hmm. system. Remember that um, nuclear holocaust game it had, Chernobyl, the game show? Oh my gosh. It was like, it was, it was like the, yeah, it was a bombed out, like, former, like, you know, USSR country that broke away and... They'd sell, like, nylon, and, and weird commercials would break up the game. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, like, that one contestant's like, hey, this is the answer. If I don't get it right, I'd hate if anything would happen to happen to you. Oh, my God, that, that mad dog was horrible. It was a great game. They also had an adult game. The first, like, I guess it's not really a porn game, but adult-oriented game I ever like played. Like, 17 yeah, they had a game called Plumbers Wear Ties. Or Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. But it wasn't but it was that all was... just pictures, like instant photos. And you had the yeah, whole, I don't get it. But that, get the clothes but, off. Yeah, that was, um, so probably the, wait, would that be the first game on a, on like a home video game system, not a computer, because I think it was like the, the Leisure Suit Larry era. Right, like, but that was that. the first, I never had a computer at that point. That was the first like adult game I ever, I was like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing. And we sat there for hours just trying to get her to take her bra off. I, I don't, I think I gave up. I think I, it just wasn't worth it. I just, I just, it was, it was basically very reminiscent of most of my high school career of seeing a boob in real life, so. <laughs> right. So they, so they kept the experience accurately. You should write 3DO a thank you letter. There you go. Okay, thank you, Tony. I guess thank that you was for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Scott, did you oh. have a guess? In the 1950s, Snap, Crackle, and Pop were almost joined. Huh? I was going to say, can you read it to me again? Yes. In the 50s, Snap, Crackle, and Pop were nearly joined by a fourth Rice Krispie brother. Was it Bang, Pow, Pack? Which I'm going to say B, Pow. Uh, that is correct. He was supposed to represent, and get this, the pow of nutrition. <laughs> That's that right. Makes total sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Silver one point still on food. In a nineteen seventy six survey of twelve hundred dentists. Four out of five recommended Trident gum. What did the fifth dentist usually suggest? Was it Tic Tac, no gum at all, dentine, or chiclet? Oh, my God. That's a crazy question. I I didn't 
I didn't know that they actually, the fifth dentist actually chose something else. I he did. Wow. <laughs> and once again, those answers are Tic Tacs, no gum at all, dentine, or chiclets. All right, Jason, I'm, I'm going to say no, no gum at all. That is correct. Oh. That fifth dentist said uh, no gum at all. Why do they have to have gum? It's bad for your face. Well, you know, now they say that sugarless is good, but still. Okay. Uh, in what country might you enjoy a mixed salmon burger alongside a plate of mixed skate? Is it Singapore, Canada, South Africa, or Italy? Saucy? Saucy. Shot in the dark. Go ahead. South, Af- South Africa? Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, Enjoy your drink. No, I can't. I cannot comply. <laughs> I can drink my drink, but I can't enjoy my drink. That's right. Uh, Jason, do you have a guess? <laughs> Can, can you can you repeat this question? It's in what country might you enjoy a mixed salmon burger alongside a plate of mixed getty? Was it Singapore, Canada, South Africa, and Italy? And Saucy, didn't you guess? What did you guess? South Africa? Yeah, I thought you said mixed salmon burger. I didn't know you said mixed mm. salmon burger. <clears throat> that changes the whole dynamic of the question. It's McDonald's. Yeah, I get that now. Uh huh. All right. Well, the, the the second part sounds like they're talking about spaghetti, so I would I'd lean uh-huh. towards Italy, but I don't. I'm, that's not my answer. I think the salmon the salmon drives me towards Canada, so I'm going to say Canada. Hey, that is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. That Damn is it. one right. one for the quiz master. I got to write that down. Quiz master gets one. And actually, it is Singapore, though mixed spaghetti, or mixed spaghetti, as I call it, is also popular in the Philippines. Jason, I'd like to encourage you to drink two for my every one, because I'm already <laughs> a little bit buzzed there. I, okay. I don't know if I'm buzzed, because I'm sitting down, but I have disrobed. I mean, no, but that didn't sound right. I was wearing a robe over my clothes because it's cold in here. So I took the robe off. I still have my gloves on, which is a little unusual, but whatever. So you disrobed. Okay. I, I did. I literally disrobed because I had a robe. Nice. But, yeah. <laughs> you, should, uh, uh, you should audition for the Xbox, Xbox One's new version of Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Oh, my I gosh. Can we I'm, I'm thinking That's we get a Kickstarter nice. going. We're going to crowdsource this. We're going to bring yes. some programmers together. <laughs> I think Nothing there's some big plans. Nothing out your wife. I think, <laughs> I think this is pure gold. This is, you know, this should not be going Dora out over you. the air. Someone's going to steal this and run with it. Dora you. All right. All right, boys. Uh, let's see. Saucy, you have four. And Jason has five. And we're still doing fun things with food. So, in May 2001, what company paid a million dollars to deliver a salami pizza to Yuri 
Yusachev aboard the International Space Station? Was it Domino's, Little Caesars, Pizza Hut, or Sbarro? Nick? Nick, go ahead. I am really torn between Domino's and Little Caesars. I don't think Sapporo's has the cash to pull that off. I don't think Pizza Hut is gimmicky enough to come up with something like that. Little Caesars is, but Domino's is the dominant pizza franchise. I'm going to go with my gut on this one and say Domino's. Take a drink. You know that was incredibly loud. I, I noticed that about halfway through the ha. Uh, <laughs> Jason, do you have a guess? And now I basically just gave uh, Jason the answer on top of it. Uh, well, no, maybe, the, maybe again, I don't. I never thought Little Caesars had the cash. Like I think you need like a big, like a big powerhouse company. And I think at that time, it was Domino's and Pizza Hut were the were the two the big boys. So I'm gonna go Pizza Hut. That is correct. It was Pizza Hut. Salami pizza was not on the menu on Earth, but it was the only recipe that they felt could survive the trip. Wow. And, and you know what sucks? Since I've never heard of it, and Jason, have you ever heard about that piece of trivia? I have not. Then that seems like it was a complete waste of money, million-dollar marketing strategy. Absolutely. They could use that million dollars and fed a whole bunch of poor kids, and it would have been on the news for months. Nobody cares about poor kids. <laughs> sure we do sometimes. If there's we care about in Africa, everybody cares. We do care about poor kids on the moon. And poor kids in Africa. They might not care about them here in the U.S., but they care about them in Africa. If you want poor kids to Africa, then everybody will care. That didn't sound right. Don't, don't quote me. <laughs> We're going to get some hate mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, although the Baby Ruth candy bar appeared in 1921, when Babe Ruth was a superstar, the Curtis Candy Company insisted it was named for which president's infant daughter who died of diphtheria 17 years earlier? Was it Woodrow Wilson, Grover Cleveland, James Garfield, or Theodore Roosevelt? Nick. Nick, go ahead. I am almost positive I have this in my brain that this is correct. It was Grover Cleveland. That is correct. Curtis had failed to sign a deal with uh, Babe Ruth, and ironically, Curtis successfully shut down a rival bar that was approved by and named for him because the names were too similar. Also, another piece of um, Grover Cleveland trivia is Grover Cleveland was the only president not to serve two consecutive terms. He served a term, and then I think maybe it was Fillmore got got elected the next election, and then Cleveland was back. I'd have to look at the the placement. But I do know he's the only president that's only served two terms Mm non-consecutively. If anyone cares. Hey, there you go. Mm. Uh, Moving on, Salsa, you have five. Jason has six. And originally meant as a gag, Thrills gum became a surprise hit in Canada. What does it taste like? Is it dirt, soap, garlic, or cod liver oil? 
That is dirt, soap, garlic, or cod liver oil. <clears throat> and the name of it is Thrill Gum? Thrills, like cheap thrills. How many, I got a follow-up question. How many mm-hmm. out of five dentists um, approve <laughs> of Thrill Gum? Um, you know what? Five actually might. Um, they they might depending on what it depending on what it tastes like. Uh, five of them might recommend it. You guys have a guess? All right, Jason. I'm gonna I'll, I'll whittle down the board if I'm wrong. I, I'll say I don't know why I'm saying this. Cod liver oil. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, hey, so, Saucy, you have uh, I moved it. dirt, soap, or garlic. What do you think it tastes like? You, you know, I can't imagine anybody wanting gum that tastes like soap. I've got to take that out of play right from the beginning. And, the, and then garlic, it seems like that might be almost legitimate enough where it wouldn't be such a giant, like, gimmick. I'm going to say dirt. That is incorrect. And uh, I would say enjoy your drink, but you can't. Actually, the purple Canadian gum, Thrills, is actually supposed to taste like rose water soap. Yep. It's supposed to taste like soap. So and when kids used to swear back then, they used to wash their mouth out with Thrill gum. There you go. But see, the thing is, though, rose water, if you make rose water homemade, it's not really that potent. Um, and I actually have heard of people using rose petals to make a tea. So I think that one could have backfired pretty easily if I think about it. Because it could have just tasted like tea, probably. You know? Everybody out there listening, Jason is a foodie. Did you have something that you wanted to um, put in with your culinary expertise, Jason? I, well, I'm, I'm going to say uh, my 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 area is very limited and into its actual food, uh, not uh, not uh, bastardizations of, of chewing gum. But uh, I will say that I will say that it does make sense only because I have walked past like a Bed Bath and Beyond uh, or the uh, Bath and Body Works in the mall, uh, and it just mm-hmm. it has a nice smelling smell. It's fancy soap, not like cheap. Yeah. It's not like Zest. Like no, it's, it's, it's very, I mean, yeah. I've known of a lot of people who make, you know, like the, the artisanal, like homemade, home-crafted soaps, and they'll have like rose water. It's like a, I mean, it's like a thing, you know, but then again, I know I've heard of people having, you know, rose petal tea or rose hip tea or, you know, things like that. I'm like, you know, that kind of makes sense. That's not like gum made by Irish Spring, is what you're saying. No, no absolutely not. No. They make they make they make Irish Spring the same way they made soap in Fight Club. By sucking it out of fat of a lipoed people, straight from the yes. dumpster. Yes, that, yes, that was my that was my long way to go for a, a, a nice like joke about uh, you know fat people and and uh, liposuction and way to riff it up you know, on Friday night. Because I like I, I like the smell of Irish soap. It smells so clean. Now like, it's made with Irish people. Yeah, as I was gonna say, are these fat people one. directly from Ireland, or are these just I, some yeah, kind of Irish knockoff, like anybody in a no, turtleneck? You know, I bet not only do they have to be Irish from Ireland, I bet they have to be gingers too. 
Mm-hmm. Is that true, Jason? You seem to be the authority on liposuction soap products. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is 100% true. I can. I would stamp seal of approval. Facts. Mm-hmm. All right. We're getting sued here on Friday yeah. Night Drunken Trivia. Yes. Can't okay. wait for my life. Um, lawsuit from the multi-soap international conglomerates of the world. <laughs> and, you know, the they more I drink of this, Matt, I, I get it now. The more I drink of this, the better it tastes. <laughs> yeah, it's just the more <laughs> numb your mouth goes. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, Saucy, you still have five points, and Jason has six. And we are having fun now. Okay. Days after unveiling the Maharaja, yeah, Maharaja Mac, sorry. Well, Days after again. unveiling. Yeah, huh? you, totally, you totally lost me. That sounded very Okay. Uh, I'll try again. Days after unveiling the Maharaja Mac in 1996, what company unveiled the world's first Ski through restaurant in Lindvallen, Sweden. Was it Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's, or KFC? Days after Jason, go ahead. Uh, was it Burger King? That ah. is correct. Ding ding ding! Point for you. Oh no no! I'm sorry. That's that. That's not correct. I, I jumped the gun there. I wasn't reading far enough down. Uh, that is incorrect. Damn it. Uh, what, enjoy your drink. Was it Taco Bell, McDonald's, or KSC? Saucy. I'm going to say Taco Bell cause, only because it seems like the easiest thing to grab while skiing would be a taco. You don't have to. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. No, it, uh, it was McDonald's. Because the Maharaja Mac, Big Mac, Maharaja Mac. Right. Oh, uh, it was the Indian Mac. I thought, I thought that was somebody's hmm? name. I just thought that was a dude's name. <laughs> like the guy who's serving you? Yeah, it's like, hello, my name is Maharaja Mac, and I will take your order. Would you like to serve me? No, 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 you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Hello, my name is Maharaja Mac. And I know no, that sounds very stereotypical, but I watch a lot of Big Bang, and I can do it. <laughs> you know, you guys are so racist. How do you know he's not an Irish guy that just got liposuctioned for the soap money? Because he works yeah. for India. What's an Irish guy doing in India? He's going to burn. They've got the best he's liposuctioners on. in India. He, 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 doesn't enough, he doesn't have enough melanin in his skin. He's going to burn like a French fry. And after <laughs> eating all those Mataharaja burgers... I'm sure he needs the lipo. See, it's the circle of life. That's <laughs> right. I just got busted into the circle of life, so I'm glad to stop me there. Okay. Oh, that's two for the quiz master, by the way. Nice. We've, we've, pissed off the, we've pissed off the Irish. We've pissed off the Indians. We've pissed off the soap companies. Yes. Let's piss some more people off. Okay, uh, it's food because it's a restaurant. Which of these men was not, not a founder of Planet Hollywood Restaurant? Was it Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mel Gibson, or Sylvester Stallone? 
I'm going to say, I know Schwarzenegger is. I'm the most positive Willis was. I'm going to say that it's Mel Gibson. He's too fucking loony to found anything. That is correct. It was Mel Gibson. He didn't want to have any part of it. Who knew that bad service and overpriced food was a bad restaurant idea? Why don't you get to know our guests why I refill? Oh, okay. Uh... So what are you drinking tonight, Jason? Uh, I'm enjoying a, a, a lovely uh, Chicago beer uh, from Revolution Brewery. It's an anti-hero IPA. Wow, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm drinking beer. I'm drinking beer. It's a, beer, it's a local, locally brewed beer, which, you know, I think is an awesome thing. I'm guessing it's some yeah. little, like, little tiny place owned by a guy and his wife and they make it themselves or, you know, they they know people who make it and junk like that. No, I think, I think guys, like a guy and his wife would make like maple syrup or uh, soap. It's always guys with big beers that are making beer. But it, but it is, it's it's all, it's, it's, it's all. Uh, I think I'm going to have to Google Earth Nick back to the, back to his spot. Because he's going to get lost walking down the hall. <laughs> and he's put the rest of this Dragon Fruit Mad Dog 2020. You know, this is actually a really cool bottle. It's got a freaking dragon on it with pink. And it's like, I mean, it's like a green dragon. It's got like pink flames coming out of his mouth. And that's cool because I like dragons. Yeah, well, we were young. We didn't have such fancy cocktails as Dragon Fruit. That's right. Yeah, he's just, you guys didn't have Dragon Fruit. That's sad. I'm sad yeah. for you guys. Like really. I don't want to live in a world without dragon fruit. I like dragon fruit. Have you ever tried um, the Sobe drinks? Their dragon fruit is really uh, good. It's so terrible. Hello, Sophie. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. It's so terribly oh. I have a feeling I'm going to taste a rainbow later on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you guys are tied for points. Nice. Um, you both have six points. And since you do both have six points, um, I believe I'm going to move us on to pop culture, which is my favorite. And it's just fun. Okay, so these ones are still worth one point, only because they are multiple choice, and that makes them easy. Entering into this round, you both have six points. And think any questions were easy? No, no, these these made my brain hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry, my hamstring from my lunges didn't help. Yes, more lunges, more drunken lunges. I'm, I'm I'm doing I'm doing lunges, or possibly kegels. I don't really know anymore. They're kind of it's all mixing together. Can guys do kegels? I don't really? I don't know what you call it, but I'm but I'm doing it. I'm doing something. <laughs> are, are you doing a squeeze? Jason just invented anyway. kegels. I'm t- there you go. There you go. I'm trying to nice. focus all my energy. You need to get yourself a DVD out. Get yourself a program like Paco has, a gaggle program. Kegels for men. Yeah, we'll work on there it. You go. Absolutely. Okay, boys. Uh, as I said, we are in pop culture slash potpourri. 
and I have just turned on my massager. I am good to go. Uh, enter in. You both have six points. So let's go. Two. Let me clarify. That's a shoulder massager, by the way. She's not just massager. With the other kind of no. massages. We're trying yeah, to keep it clean. It looks like, it looks like a little MP3 player, and you can it's got little electrodes that attach to it with, you know, gel pads. And I slap them, you know, on the back of my shoulder blades and, well, just a little toward the inside of the shoulder. Those muscles, that get really tense every single flipping day of my life, and that's where I hold all my tenses. I stick them on there, and I can feel my arm again, and it's, it's nice. So, anyway, who was the lost female ninja turtle who grew up in Chinatown under the tutelage of a mystical master? Was it Apollonia, Venus de Milo, Samsira, or Mona Lisa? Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. It's got to be a painting reference. I would say Mona Lisa, since all the other turtles are painters. That is incorrect. Uh, I, you can't enjoy that drink. But do it anyway. Uh, Jason, do you have a guess? What, what, are, what are the remaining choices again? Apollonia, Venus de Milo, or Semisira? Uh Well, I, I'll go with another. I'll, I'll go. It, it's not a painter, but I'll, I'll, it's art, and since the other guys were all Renaissance, what, artists? Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I think Apollonia, wasn't that one of like Prince's backup singers? Anyways, I, I want to go with... Appalachia. Uh, the, oh, see, I'm mixing things up. Uh, I'll, I'll do the Venus, Venus de Milo. That is correct. It is the Venus de Milo. And you were very close. Apollonia was Prince's girlfriend. Uh, and Cemetery, which is probably never mind. I'm where we live. Yeah, Appalachia yeah. is the mountains where we live. Uh, Apollonia was the name of Prince's girlfriend, and Cemetery, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, is where Wonder Woman was from. I thought she was from so, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, it's, wait, the it's, online, I, not the online store. I think it's the uh, the name of the city or whatever. Anyway, that puts Jason up to seven, and Saucy, you're at six. Okay. Some say that Sherwood Schwartz based the Gilligan's Island characters on what septet codified by Pope Gregory I. Was it the Seven Horsemen of the Apocalypse, the Seven Hills of Rome, the Seven Liberal Arts, or the seven deadly sins. Jason. Jason, go ahead. Uh, seven deadly sins. That is correct. The skipper is supposed to signify anger. The professor is pride. Ginger is lust. Marion is envy. Mr. Howell is avarice, and so on and so forth. Oh, that's so on and so forth. What's what are the other two? What's going on? Uh, Gilligan, I believe, would be Squaw. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always bouncing See, off the walls like he's a meth head. He is bouncing off the walls, but he's also usually laying in a hammock. He doesn't actually do what? anything. And Mrs. Howe would be gluttony? <clears throat> I would think that the skipper uh, is gluttony. 
Yeah, the skipper is like all mad at that. No, I, I think you're right. The, on the first time, I think Mrs. Howell is gluttony because she always she's all about the you know everything I have. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, moving on. The producers wanted either Tom Cruise or Rob Lowe for this movie before settling for Kevin Bacon. Was it saucy? So, go ahead, saucy. What lose? That is, God, that is horrible, horrible stuff. Uh, that is correct. That is amazing I, stuff. Mad Dog, the drink of champions. <laughs> yeah, they had, uh, they liked Cruise and Risky Business, but he was already making all the right moves. And Lowe was hired, but he pulled his knees before they got too far into the movie. <clears throat> so they couldn't do it. Uh, that puts Foxy at seven and Jason at eight. Uh, at the age of 66, this artist released their 24th studio album on March 8th of 2013. Was it Paul McCartney, Mick Jagger, David Bowie, or Neil Young? What does March 8th signify? I don't know. It's just when they March. Well, it has to have a certain... Significance, right? Not as saucy. Saucy, go ahead. I'm going to say Neil Young. That is incorrect. Have a drink. Uh, let's see. Jason, that leaves you with Paul McCartney, Mick Jagger, or David Bowie? Uh, I'm. I'm mm, wait, what was, what was that? Oh, my, my, I have no excuse. I'm only having beer, and I'm already getting confused. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, the, the first one, Paul, Paul McCartney. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. No, the 66-year-old artist who released his 24th studio album was David Bowie, and the album is titled The Next Day. Loved David Bowie in Labyrinth. All I say. Actually, I found this new artist. I'm gonna to have to put her on uh, one of my Facebook pages. Fabulous, fabulous multimedia artist. She made a 12, 14, whatever posable standalone uh, doll of Ludo that looks so lifelike and so accurate and so real. I couldn't even believe it. And then you, she made top. I was going to ask, do you, do you think that she would make me a cod piece that David Bowie wore in that movie? I think that cod pieces, 2014 is the year of the cod piece. You know, nice. I bet she probably would. Um, she's got a lot of video game type uh, work. She's, she's done really awesome little necklaces that have like a majority's mask pendant, and it looks just like it. I mean, they're beautiful. I want one so bad. Um, she did, she just finished the little blue worm that's in Labyrinth. And, like, he's sitting on this little piece of a log, and it's got one, that eyeball moth behind it, and the eyeball moth is portable. I'm like, dude, I mean, she's, she's amazing. I've got, to, I've got to talk to this girl. She's absolutely fabulous. So I'm going to find her link because I know I just, I think I bookmarked it, or I just started following her today. You know, I'm out here um, in Tennessee. We're out here on Meth Mountain, and we don't know any of the new trends. Are cod pieces making a big comeback there in Chicago? 
Oh, it's, 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 it's really ridiculous, honestly. You can't walk down the street without bumping into a codpiece. But it doesn't hurt because everybody's wearing codpieces. It kind of is. I mean, I mean no, every instead of um, chest bumps, do they do crotch bumps? It's actually a, it's a sword fight. It's a sword fight at the corner. Nice. I know what we're going for Valentine's Day. Oh, God. Okay. If that's really where you want, I wanted to go to the casino, but, you know, if you want to go have a court fight on the corner, then, <laughs> you know, that could be fun, you know, that could be fun as long as you don't leave me out. Anyway. <laughs> uh, You'll have to get yourself a strap-on cod piece. <laughs> I'll have a, no, I'll, mine will be a lightsaber, so there. <laughs> nice. I saw a movie that kind of had that plot, but I digress. Really? I'm going to have to look at that. What kind of movie you watch if, at 3 in the morning in your boxer? Yeah, there, there, was one, uh, there was one that I heard of that was... Lying Lord over the, a box of chocolates. Well, there was, there was uh, one that I heard of. It was Lord of the Very Special Things. Um, very Special being replaced with your word of choice that I'm sure you can think of. And uh, I never did end up watching it, but I was like, God, that looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how did they do Smeagol? <laughs> not, not to digress this from the trivia and go into a whole conversation about themed pornography, but I will say that I was told about the most amazing movie. I have not watched it yet, but I'm excited to have some quality time. Uh, it's called Sweet Prudence and the Erotic Adventures of Bigfoot. Yes, wow. Is the next big thing. It, it's a Bigfoot movie. Apparently, it, it really, apparently, it's fantastic. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the Princess Bride, but you know, naked. So I mean, it sounds like that's kind of a. You saw it on Facebook the other day, but this is an actual ripped from the headline statement. I said, "Describe America in one sentence." Octomom arrested for tax evasion for not paying or not claiming a porno movie she did on her taxes. Mm-hmm. Only in fucking America can the Octomom yep. segue into porn and it get nabbed for tax evasion. And that's not an yep. all-American sickness type of situation. Well, I'm like, that would never you know, happen in Yemen. Well, you know what it is. What? It's because she was the Octomom and she was so, ooh, it's Octomom, ooh, let's give her a TV show like John and Kate. Um, because she was Octomom, she made enough money to have a total mega tummy tuck. I mean, like, there was nothing. Like, I've seen the pictures. One of them, it looked like she swallowed her cousin or something, and the next one, it looked like she was anorexic. I was like, hey, oh. can I do the mystery question tonight? Because I've got a good mystery question. You absolutely can, and since we are one hour in, I think you should do the mystery question. Okay, um, anybody remember everybody, uh, hey, well, go ahead. If, if Jason loses. Um, if Jason So, about 20 years ago, I know you all, most of you guys remember Lorraine Bobbitt and John Bobbitt. Lorraine Bobbitt cut off John Bobbitt's penis because he was a drunkard and an abuser. And John Bobbitt ended up doing this horrible porn movie. I actually watched some of it. And it was crazy because they stitched the top of his penis back on, so the whole bottom half got hard, and then the rest of it just hung there. 
was it was a horrible. I can't unsee that. But anyways, at one point in the movie, they have an actress re-dramatize and replaying Lorraine Bobbitt. She throws John Bobbitt's penis out the window, and a famous heavy metal artist picks it up. Was that artist A. Alice Cooper, B. Lemmy from Motorhead, C. Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden, or D. As um, said earlier, David Bowie. Who picked up that penis? This is for um, this, this, yeah, this is for the listeners. Okay. Yeah. So uh, whoever is the first one to post that on Drunken Trivia Facebook page, which of course is Facebook.com/slash Drunken Trivia, uh, if you're the first one to answer that on our page, uh, you get the prize. And even if Jason wins, I think I might just send something out because that's. That's and I would like question. to qualify. I watched the John Bobbitt porn for strictly medicinal reasons, not for any mm-hmm. kind of excitement, but just for research. Yeah. If I, if I, scientific research. And if I if, and if I remember right, wasn't that movie called Franken Penis? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it was. I think that was the name of the porno. <laughs> you seem to be a connoisseur of pornos as well as food. I, if I, only there was I, a way to I, combine both of those. I'm uh, I'm what you call a Renaissance man. I uh, <laughs> I, I, I like to. I dip my <laughs> pen in, in many pools of the culture, societal culture. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, we got uh, an hour. Yeah. We're not half through, so let's speed it up. That's right, Saucy. You have seven points. Jason, you have eight. And we are still in pop culture because it's my favorite. Okay, so still one point because they're multiple choice, and that's just the way it is. Uh, approximately how many tweets are sent through Twitter each day? Is it 340 million, 640 million, 540 million, or 240 million? Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. I'm going to go with the largest one, 640 million. That is incorrect. Have a drink. But, but I counted them. I know you did. You counted wrong. Uh, Jason, do you have a guess? You've got 340, 540, or 240 to guess. 340, 540, sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go second high. I think it's a lot. I mean, there's just a shitload of retarded stuff just getting thrown out there daily. So it's got to be like 5 million something, right? And how much porn do you tweet a day? <laughs> I mean, I can't even keep track of that. Some things are just... Some things, it's a transcript. It's, it's, Don't you actually transcript porn and put it on Twitter as you're watching it? Isn't well, that some weird fetish? I have, well, actually, it's called my supplemental income. I can't live this rock and roll lifestyle <laughs> in the city of Chicago with just my, my standard you know, daily you know, salary. My nine-to-five, no. i got to pick up... You know, some stenography work. It's actually, I actually, I transcribe pornography to Braille so blind people can read it <laughs> with one hand and. Dick, dick, dong, dick, dick, dong. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. code. Oh, you know what? I've got a follow up oh, question, too. When I used to work at Comcast, and I always wondered this, um, about every week, maybe once a week, someone would call up and they'd say, I'm calling for the hearing impaired. 
Um, please wait until I say go ahead and then answer the following questions. And someone on the other side of this translator operator would plug in with some kind of keypad what they wanted to say, and then the operator would convey that to me. You guys get the gist of the dynamic here? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My question is, could a guy use that service, a deaf guy use that service to call porn line? And be like, oh, baby, what are you going to do to my asshole? Yes. All right, go ahead. Oh, baby, please stick a finger up my anus. Go ahead. Do you think that they can use that service to call porn lines? Uh, if there's a way to do it, someone has done it. I think they have That's to pay extra. That's the one thought that always went through my mind when these guys, like, can they use it for everything? Can they call and, like, cuss out their ex-girlfriends, like, if they're having fights? Like, is this, like, a multi, like, purposeable service, or is it just very specific to Aaron's, like, things, utilitarian? I don't know. Anyway, we digress like crazy. Um, yes, we got time. We, we did. Okay, how many hey, so tweets do you think, Jason? Platform? Uh, yeah, is how many tweets per day? Huh? I I went with the the next the the next highest the the five. So five hundred forty. Yeah. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. It's three hundred forty million. Looks like we need more, million. Jason. It's only three hundred forty million, and um, they think only about twenty percent of the U.S. internet users are actually on Twitter. Crazy, isn't it? You need to step up your porn subscribing. Apparently. That's right. Apparently. Mm-hmm. And I think I have 60% of those uh, people, those Twitter people on my Twitter, because I follow, like, everybody. It's pretty sad. Anyway, going into the second half of our pop culture trivia, Saucy, you have seven, and Jason has eight. Uh, we'll yeah. throw right into it here. In 1998, what superhero gained electricity powers and split into red and blue versions? Was it Captain America, Batman, Daredevil, or Superman? Saucy? Saucy, go ahead. Superman? That is correct. Superman briefly was split into red and blue. Did not last long. People hated it. Anyway. I mean, it sounds like such a good storyline. I can't believe that the public rejected it. Mm-hmm. Moving on. What egg-shaped handheld virtual pet sold by Japanese toy maker Bandai? Jason. Jason, go ahead. Tamagotchi. That is correct. It was the Tamagotchi. Bandai oh, sold over 70 million before the fad ended. That's a lot of Tamagotchi. I think I owned like 10 of them. I'm embarrassed. I had one of those jailer's key rings, and I had like 15 different ones. Like all, not all of them were Tamagotchi, but like I had 10 or so Tamagotchi, and then I had like five or six of the 20 and one pet things that you got at Big Lots. Jason, and how much Tamagotchi class period, do you own? Uh, there's a bucket of it in my, in my uh, room. A I don't bucket, know. You don't nice. really count. You carry your porn Wait. in buckets. <laughs> well, the, the, How very efficient. I, I asked you. I'm just saying, I don't have a lot of time to, like, categorize and file. Just throw it in the bucket. Just throw there it in know. the porn bucket. We should all I like have, that porn bucket. 
That's a great band name. Porn bucket. That's a great band name. Porn bucket. That's a great item. I think we could get rich inventing a porn bucket. A different bucket for all your pornographic needs. It has to lock. It has to. Okay, we need to shut up on the internet because it's so uh, funny. Porn bucket. We need to make that. I'm not going to say saucy anymore. I'm going to ring in saying porn bucket. (laughs) All right, then porn bucket. Here we go. Uh, Saucy, that puts you at eight. Jason, he has nine. Please. Uh, uh, why? Five, moniker of Porn Bucket. Have some respect. I, I'm sorry. Porn Bucket. Okay, hush, Porn Bucket. Uh, Robert Mitchum and Gregory Peck were in the original version of this movie. They have cameos in the remake. The film was The Night of the Hunter, Cape Fear, Days of Wine and Roses, or To Kill a Mockingbird. Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. I'm sorry, Porn Bucket? Porn Bucket, go ahead. To Kill a Mockingbird. That is incorrect. I'd say enjoy your drink, but that's impossible. Uh, Robert Mitchum and Gregory Peck were in the original. They have cameos in the remake. Was it Night of the Hunter, Cake Fear, or Days of Wine and Roses? I'm trying to think. I don't even know any of those movies were remade, so that just shows my lack of movie knowledge. But I, I would – it's two guys. The only movie I know that has two, like, main lead actors in it, it would be Cape Fear. That is correct. In uh-huh. the remake, they're on opposite sides. Former good guy Peck is the bad guy's lawyer, and former bad guy Mitchum is the good guy's cop friend. Very good. Uh, for whom did Eric Clapton write his hit song, Tears in Heaven? Was it a friend, his father, his son, or his wife? Corn Bucket, it's his son. Corn Bucket, yeah, that is correct. It was, in fact, his son. Uh, that was one of his most successful songs, reaching number two on the Billboard Hot 100 singles in the United States. And wait, I love that bring down the Way to bring down the party. Let's talk about a dead son. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't bring it back up. Uh, in what movie does that Galifianakis play the socially inept Alan Garner who gives a cringe-inducing pre-wedding toast? Is it The Hangover? Jason, Jason go ahead. The Hangover. That is correct. It's a wolf pack thing. Absolutely. Uh, what duo was originally known as Tom and Jerry? Is it Lennon and McCartney, the Everly Brothers, the Righteous Brothers, or Simon and Garfunkel? Saucy or Porn Bucket? Porn Bucket, go ahead. Um, Simon and Garfunkel? That is correct. Simon and Garfunkel's music was featured in the landmark film *The Graduate* in 1967. Um, what are we at? Uh, so you have ten. I'm uh, sorry, Corn Bucket has ten, and Jason, you have eleven. Uh, Rob Lowe, John Cusack, Jim Carrey, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., and Michael J. Fox were all considered for what Matthew Broderick role? Was it John Bender, 
Ferris Bueller. Saucy. Jason. Jason, go ahead. Ferris Bueller. That is correct. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall actually turned it down for fear of being typecast. And uh, Porn Bucket, uh, do you recall we saw Anthony Michael Hall actually at Comic-Con when we went? Yeah, he looked and like a slick ass earlier. Yes, I was going to say, what would you like to tell our lovely audience about Anthony Michael Hall these days? Uh, he does. He looks – I didn't want to approach him. I He's would like to say that Dustin Diamond fucking banged me out of $10. He did. Dick. Dustin Diamond's an a-hole. <laughs> he banged me out of $10. Like, he needs that money. <laughs> Uh, I guess if he's banging at $10, he must need it worse than we do. You remember, like, how he scanned me? I do. Was that to get he, um, well, yeah, he said, it was. We, uh, was we just wanted his picture. Yeah. And he did some crazy Save by the Bell double speak, and somehow he shoved an autograph in our hand. I didn't even want one. I told him I didn't want one. And, mm-hmm. and he, he, like, did this crazy double speak talk, and somehow by the end of it, I had a autograph, and I was like, but I don't want this. He's like, all right, great, $20. Oh, you know what? And here's here's the kicker for that. Okay, I was cleaning out the top of my closet uh, a, a week or two, a couple weeks ago, and that's where this, this photo was, this signed by him and all this other stuff. Well, I went to put it into a smaller box, like a new different box, along with a few other collectibles and things like that that I was going to put out in the shed. Well, it just so happens that Nick's uh diving certificate was in there. The frame's been broken. It's still got the glass on it, though, because I wanted to, you know, keep it nice and pretty. So I stick the, the picture in there. And at first I stick the, the certificate in there. Then I go to put the picture in there, and I reach in wrong, and I cut the crap out of my finger. And, I mean, it's like blood everywhere for, like, two hours. I couldn't get this freaking thing to stop See, bleeding. Dustin Diamond oh. is still causing us yes. anguish. It, okay. It's freaking... Screech's picture. Anyway. 49 minutes. Okay. Uh, porn Bucket, you have 10 points. And Jason, you have 12. Uh, here we go. What star was discovered while throwing a fit when a bank refused to cash the international check her South African mother had sent her? Was it Charlize Theron? Jason. Jason. Jason, go ahead. Charlize Theron. That is correct. Wow. She was actually discovered throwing a fit at a bank on Hollywood Boulevard, which proves if you're pretty, you can get away with damn near anything. Well, what's okay, her excuse? Uh, huh? What's her excuse, then? That's my way of saying really? I don't find her attractive. She was on a commercial for some perfume, naked. I, I think most people would disagree with you. What do you expect from a porn bucket? <laughs> you can just combine both names into saucy porn bucket. Now you've yeah. gone too far. So disgusting. No, porn? I, crass, it's Jason. Like porn crass. You're like, I don't, I don't know. Is this a porn bucket? No, it's a saucy porn I bucket. I think well, now you're KFC should come out with their new chicken porn bucket. <laughs> Especially around here. Could you imagine out here in Meth Mountain oh, how well the chicken yeah. bucket sell? Six pieces of chicken and one porn DVD and one convenient mm-hmm. bucket. You would have so a lot of trash. 
<laughs> Speaking of Southern trash, <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, what real world spinoff was basically the same show, but in Winnebago? Was it Road Rules, Trailer Jason. Trash? Jason, go ahead. I said Road Rules. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even hear you, Saucy. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, now I can hear you. I said scrap that question. I said Saucy way before Jason said Jason. You can take oh, I'm it. Sorry. Well, it was right. I trust you. We're in the circle circle of trust. <laughs> and that circle leads down into a porn bucket. <laughs> porn I, bucket, I, I, I love it. Bucket. Extra crispy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Porn bucket, porn bucket. I love it. I love no matter it. how many times okay. I say it, it never stops being fun. It, it doesn't. It, that's, it's like saying pudding. I mean, it's so I don't, a fun word. Pudding is porn bucket for dessert. It, if you if you guys come to Chicago, there actually is a, there's this dance party called Porn and Chicken where you can eat fried chicken and they play porno on the screens at this one club, and it's very no. popular. I'm and not I think, even a, I think a, a a little guy named Wes would be in heaven. He probably yeah, I think you're right. It's probably his franchise. You, yeah. Go 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 on YouTube and type in uh, Porn and Chicken, and you will see it because they 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 have like. You know, they do videos and stuff from uh, Wes Martin. (laughs) If we had enough time, I would tell everybody chicken skin masturbation story starring Wes Martin. Oh, God. Oh, God. Really? Oh. I remember the first time I heard that story. Um, I think I was a little not worried. It's like when Kennedy gets shot. Everybody remembers the first time, where they were the first time they heard that story. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was a little not low at the moment, so it really messed me up. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Anyway, all right, Mr. Man. Uh, Saucy, or Porn Bucket, you have 11 points. Uh, Jason, you have 13. And we're moving on. Which band recorded the 2012 hit that I know you've heard a million times, Porn Bucket? Uh, The hit is called Radioactive. Is it Cruella, Muse, Fun, or Imagine Dragons? Saucy. Oh, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Saucy, I'll let you have that first. Fun. That is incorrect. Have a drink. Uh, Jason, do you have a guess? Uh, Imagine Dragons. That is correct. Love that song. Have you heard the Lindsey Sterling version of that song? I have not. It, it's oh my god, it's amazing. She does crazy stuff with the violin. She's fabulous. Anyway, uh, which song starts with the line "Too many to convince, too many to hire"? Is it "I will wait, shut up, the way," or "Here's to never growing up"? Bossy. Bossy, go ahead. Shut up. That is correct. That nice. would be Shut Up by the band Savages. Uh, of the following, which group is an all-boy pop band? Is it Cruella, Psy, Pink, or One Direction? Jason. 
saucy. I think I heard you start first. Go One ahead, direction. That is correct. One Direction is an English-Irish group that formed in 2010, and a Kate freaking Stanner, and you know their stuff does not sell. They had the same One Direction crap at Walgreens since, like, last year, and it's still there, and it's still on clearance, and nobody buys it. I'm so ashamed that I even know that. I want to crawl into a porn bucket and die. It's okay. You have an excuse. You have an eight-year-old daughter. She hates One Direction and Justin Bieber. She's the coolest chick ever. She comes in and asks me to play Dead Kennedys. Yeah. She's like, Daddy, I want to hear Handlebars again. Daddy, I want to hear Eminem. That's right. Good girl. Love her. How are we looking on score? Uh, The score is currently Porn Bucket 13, Rocket Scientist 14. And so we are she has to be rocket scientist, and I have to be porn bucket. You wanted to be porn bucket, dang it! How about pop rocket? Wouldn't that even things out? <laughs> that would. That would be. Uh, I'll go back. Yeah. To okay. Uh, whose debut album was entitled "Pieces of You"? Was it Jewel? Jason. Jason. Jason, go ahead. Jewel. That is correct. Jewel Pilcher was born May 23rd, 1974 in Utah. Uh, Yeah. Which of these was a friend of the chick? and not a real but ridiculous member of the Silver Age version of the Legion of Superheroes. Was it Bouncing Boy, Chameleon Boy, Matter Eater Lad, or American Maid? Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. American Maid. That is correct. Bouncing Boy married Duo Dantel, who had once been Triplicate Girl. Just of course. a little known fact. Uh, who wanted to film a version of the New Testament as a Western, directing himself as a cowboy Jesus? Was it Charlie Chaplin, Orson Welles, Kirk Douglas, or Alfred Hitchcock? Saucy. Jason. Saucy, mm, I think you started first. I feel like the only one narcissistic enough to do that would be Orson Welles. That is correct. Is that what you were going to say, Jason? No, no. So I was going to say Kirk (laughs) Douglas for some reason, because I'm like, yeah, he kind of looks like a Jesus, but in a (laughs) non-sacrilegious sort of way. Right. Uh, No, Orson Welles actually scattered locations in Mexico and wanted to use actual dialogue from the Gospels. Are we tied up now? You are tied up now at 15, and now I might just uh, stump you both. Whose first major role in a movie was Karen, one of the especially dim-witted plastics in the Lindsay Lohan high school movie Mean Girls? Was it Amanda Seyfried, Kristen Stewart, Anna Paquin, or Dakota Fanning? Uh, Jason. Jason, go ahead. The first one. 
Siegfried. Siegfried. That is correct. It was Amanda Siegfried. She was also Lily Kane, the murdered girl in the 2004 debut season of Veronica Mars, and Sarah, a teen girl in the movie Big Love. Wow. Wow. I just don't care. Nice. And now she actually looks like a real human being. And she was in a... The heck is the name of that? Oh, yeah, she was in one of the Twilight movies, I think. One of the ones I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Who directed the disastrously bad, which is up for debate, 2010 movie, The Last Airbender? Was it Michael Bay, M. Night Shyamalan, Kevin Jason. Smith? Jason. Jason, go ahead. Was it, wait, I, I don't think you said it. Was it Ang Lee? That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, uh, the last was directed by a nice Shyamalan. That is correct. And I, I know Seriously? most people hated that movie. Yeah. Yep. You know, I loved that movie. But I also used to watch the series on Nickelodeon. So I liked the, the characters and the storyline and all that beforehand. So to see it all in, like, live action, was, I loved it. I think I watched it like five or six times. I loved it. What was the, what was the twist? Was the Airbender a ghost? No, there was there was no it's, twist. Well, that's not in yes. my channel. That's the Airbender. That, that was, was the twist. twist. No, twist the was twist, there wasn't a twist was that there was no twist. The Airbender. Okay, in my, the last in my Airbender you, was Obama. You blew my mind. <laughs> the yeah, last the twist, twist was, was that there was no. No, it was really good. I mean, it was... It was. You've never seen that movie, Jason? I have not. Apparently, I'm missing out. Uh, At the end of the movie, I he takes it. his um, face off, and it's Obama, and he gives Obama <laughs> to care to all the kingdoms. It is Does not he, he no, he no. And then he eats a big bucket of chicken and porn. Well, <laughs> no, but the, um, speaking the, the special effects were actually very, very believable, because, I mean, you've got walls of water moving... And, you know, the, the whole premise of it is that they can control the elements. Like, literally, they can, like, pick up a ball of water and throw it at you. Um, or, you know, a, a tornado and make it go on top of you or whatever. And um, the way that they did all of that visually was actually very, very believable. I was very pleased. I was like, okay, they can either screw this up or they can be amazing. And they were, they were pretty darn amazing. Anyway, uh... Saucy, you have 16, nice. and Jason, you have 15. Nice. So we're at 16 and 16. Jason. All right. We're twins. Yay. <laughs> we're All right. We're twins. Twins are doing virtual it. hug, virtual hug. <laughs> right? Okay, Mary the talent agent. I'm you a hug right now, Jason. I feel it. I'm Instagramming you a bro hug. <laughs> You don't even have an Instagram. What are you talking about? I'm setting one up. He's barely got a Twitter. I swear. Anyway, married to talent agent, excuse me, talent agent Larry Rosen, what Gillingham's Island cast member got her contract changed so that she got residuals as long as the show was on rerun? Was it Florence Henderson, Tina Louise, Don Wells or Natalie Schaefer? Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. 
I believe that was Ginger, and I believe that is the third one, Don Rowe. Don Wells? Don Wells. Is correct. Uh, yes, at the time, the idea of perpetual reruns was preposterous, so most contracts only provided residuals for the first five reruns. Say that and again? Said, uh, five times real time, fast, perpetual right. reruns were preposterous. Five times, real quick. Perpetual yep. reruns was preposterous. Perpetual, perpetual reruns was preposterous. Absolutely. Anyway. That was only twice. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Saucy got put two at 17, and Jason's got 16. I'm not letting you partake uh, in my porn bucket tonight. It's over. No chicken porn bucket okay. for you tonight. I, I understand. Uh, when NCIS was spun off from JAG, what redundant word was added to the title? Was it service, general, navy, or justice? Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. Justice. That is incorrect. Have a drink. Judge advocate. What is it? Judge advocate. Oh. Okay. Uh, Jason, do you have a guess? Your answers are... I don't even know what he – oh, service naval, service general or Navy? Wait, say, say it again real quick. Sur- service? General or Navy? One? Navy? Hmm. That is correct. The real Naval Criminal Investigative Service is a civilian agency that investigates crimes that occur in the United States Navy or Marine Corps. So there really is an NCIS. But JAG is what? Judge Advocate General or something? What is JAG? Like that? That's uh, that's uh, Judge Dredd. That's his job. Nice. He is the one. Oh yeah. He is. Yep. Yep. He could eat porn buckets anytime he wants. Yeah, that's they, right. They, they, Judge Judge JAG just has too many potential to be made fun of, so they couldn't call him that. Yeah. I know. I saw the rewrite. All right. Um, you are both tied at 17. And moving on. What MTV reality show spoof follows one of the stars of the canceled Greg the Bunny? Is it Phil the Kangaroo, Warren the Ape, Hank the Cat, or Bucky the Beaver? Which show follow or yeah, which show follows one of the stars of Greg the Bunny? What what I, I know that Greg the Bunny we have that show. What what are the answers again? Phil the kangaroo, Warren the ape, Hank Saucy. the cat. Saucy, go ahead. I think it's Warren the ape, but none of them really sound familiar. That is correct. Warren the ape is a recovering alcoholic. And the show follows him. Isn't it wonderful? Uh, that puts you at 18, and Jason has 17. You According still to like the rolling... Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, looks like he's still there. Did he pass out? Jason? Jason? I'm, I'm, I'm here. No, okay. I'm here. I'm focused. <laughs> I'm, I, Sorry. I'm My lips are going long. <laughs> Were you taking this a porn bucket fun. break? Were you reorganizing your porn buckets? I was just, I was just, no, it's really more of you just 
you just jam your hand deep into the bucket, and whatever you pull out, that becomes the uh, the plan of the evening. Nice. It's a potpourri of pornography. My favorite. That's that's okay. kind of how it works. Say that five times fast. Potpourri anyway. of pornography, potpourri of pornography, potpourri of pornography, potpourri of pornography, potpourri of pornography. I mean, that was too hard. You can't tell me. Now it's five. Peter Piper picked a pack of pearl pickled peppers, a pack of pearl pickled peppers, Peter Piper picked, and Peter Piper picked a pack of pearl pickled peppers with a pack of pearl pickled peppers, Peter Piper picked. And I did that drunk. Very nice, very Thank nice. You. Thank you. Okay. All right. According to Rolling Stone magazine's list, the 100 best debut albums of all time, which is the best debut album ever released ever? Is it, are you experienced, is this it, licensed to ill, or appetite for destruction? Best debut album ever. Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. Okay, I know there was an independently released EP from Guns N' Roses called Live at the Hollywood Ball. So I don't know if they are counting first release and actual full-length album release, but I'm going to say it's Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Anybody? Button. Hello? That is incorrect. Have a drink. <laughs> uh, that leaves our new experience. Is this it or licensed to ill? Uh, all right. So I I don't know the first two. I know so licensed to ill is Beastie Boys, but but I think Paul's Boutique was their first album, so it's definitely not that. Polly um, Walks Stew was their first album. Paul's what Boutique was, it? was second. Polly Walks Stew. Oh, okay. And it was actually See, I don't know. See, I didn't even know that. I thought I knew something, <sighs> but, I, but I definitely know. I definitely know that License Hill is not is not the debut album. What was the second one again? Is this it? Actually, according to Rolling Stones magazine's list, it was licensed to ill. Which means debut album? That's not that, the that's album. what it said. The one hundred best debut albums of all time, the Rolling Stone listed that as their their debut album released well, in 1986. Well, Rolling Stone is wrong. That is not the first one. Well, that's, that's 100% Rolling, wrong. That's right. But, Rolling Stone is wrong. Uh, that means that that's an invalid question. They must be talking major that, label release or something like that, because that's definitely not their first They one. They must be. I'm going to have to kick their asses now. Uh, now I'm going to get death threats from Rolling Stone, and I don't care. From, okay. Like that's it. Absolutely scrapped it. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, Saucy, you have 18, and Jason has 17. Does anybody remember when Beastie Boys came out, there was a rumor that um, one of the members was Booger from Revenge of the Nerds? I believed that shit for really? so many years. The guy in the leather jacket no, I... in the Fight for Your Right to Party video? I, I never heard that rumor. I would believe that's that true. I, I want to believe, but it's not. But I do want yeah. to believe that. If you, if you watch the Revenge of the Nerds Part 2, Nerds in Paradise, there's a guy that looks like Michael Diamond from the BC Boys, but it's not him. And he raps huh. in, in, in that movie. It's fantastic. 
There, oh, you're talking about Lamar? No, no, no. In the second one, there's a guy. He, he They bring in this extra character. He works at a hotel because they all go down to, like, Miami or something for the big frat party Greek meetup. And uh, there's this guy that works at a hotel, and he looks like is one of the a, people. I think a my real franchise or a porn bucket franchise of the movie? No, this is <laughs> – this is the second Revenge of the Nerds movie. So you had Revenge of the Nerds, and the second one was Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Not to be confused with Revenge of the Nerds 3, uh, like Back to College, or no, no, the, the, the new class. Huh. Nice. We'll have to check that out again. There, there, oh, it's worth There's so many end ways back and forth with this conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll have to give it a second look. Uh, moving on, a controversial Newsweek article complained about what gay actor who played straight opposite Kristen Chenoweth in Promises, Promises. Was it Jonathan Groff, Neil Patrick Harris, Sean Hayes, or Rupert Everett? Bossy. Bossy, go ahead. The only name I even recognize on there is NPH. That is incorrect. Have a drink. Uh, Jason, that leaves you with Jonathan Groff, Sean Hayes, or Rupert Everett? Uh, Pick Rupert, Jason. You can never go wrong with Rupert. Well, that's what I was going to go for. But honestly, yeah, I only know Neil Patrick Harris is the only one that I recognize directly. Maybe I would recognize faces, but you can't go wrong with a Rupert. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. I'm surprised you, well, of course, it's a chick show. Hi. Sean Hayes uh, is the answer. He was no in uh, Will and Grace. He was Jack. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's a chick show. It really is. But I loved it because it had Megan Mullally, who, Nick, you should know who Megan Mullally is because he's married to Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Offerman. I'm a huge Nick Offerman fan. Oh, yeah. Which, if anybody's been living under a rock, he plays Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec. Probably my second... Well, he and Dwight are my two favorite television characters ever in the universe, ever. Okay. Let's not drift. we got 25 minutes left. That's right. Anyway, uh, yeah, Sean Hayes, the article insisted that gay actors were not credible as straight men, and they're full of crap. Okay, uh, let's see. Saucy, you have 18. Jason, you have 17. Yeah, 17. Uh, This 2004 cult... uh, Right? This 2004... What? I just said nail... It's a nail biter. Okay. For all the six Uh, people listening out there, they're on the edge of their seat. Okay, drunky McDrunk. <laughs> uh, porn bucket, this, please. That's okay, the name I was right. That Porn Bucket's my slave name. Okay, hush. Uh, <laughs> this 2004 cult comedy was such a hit on the film festival circuit that Fox Searchlight added a five-minute stinger showing the wedding of Kip and LaFonda. And that cost half Bossy. as much to make as the... Ah. <laughs> Jason is fucking kicking himself. Napoleon. Dynamite. 
to start really singing. So for me, everything they did was just perfect to practice with. So, yeah, and I, I love that song. Anyway, uh, you guys are both 19. Was that just a fun question? No, that was just fun. No, that was just okay. fun. Whatever. It was fun. That was just out of my brain. It, it just fit. Uh, the yo- this yo-yo trick is where a yo-yo is kept spinning while remaining at the end of its uncoiled string. Jason. Uh, saucy. I think you said that first. I think that's what I heard. Walk the dog. That is incorrect. This yo-yo trick where yo-yos kept spinning while remaining at the end of its uncoiled string is known as sleeping, looping, or around the world. Sleeping, looping, uh, around the world. Were you going to say think? walk the dog, Jason? Uh, walk the dog was one of the potential answers. Now I, I was, was going to say at the same time as me, so I was wondering what he was going to say. No, I was going to say something that's not even on the list, so I was completely wrong. I would say sleeping. That is correct. Uh, and first invented in ancient Greece, yo-yos first became popular in the 1920s. Amazingly enough. Amazing. Um. We are at, Fossey has 19, and Jason has 20. Yes, pulling away. And that's kind of crazy. Um, so we are going to try to do something. Okay, here we go. We are going to Elvis now. Oh, something okay. that I... Things you'll probably both be screwed at, okay? Because I I would be. Um, like, okay, this is still worth one point. Obviously, this could win the game. Um, uh, this is from this. This is the beginning of a song, and it's multiple choice. I'll give you the end of the song as the answer. Uh, girls Gone Swimming, Girls in Bikinis. Is it Blue Moon of Kentucky, Return to Sender, King Creole, or Girls, Girls, Girls? Saucy? Saucy, go ahead. It's so obvious that it's probably wrong, Girls, Girls, Girls. That is correct. It is Girls, Girls, Girls. It was part of the soundtrack on the film for the same name. Okay. Uh, this is the closest game I have ever been in. It is. Yeah, this is absolutely. And therefore, for our last question, I oh. Did Jason fall asleep? I got. No, I'm, huh? I'm. 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 I'm even more focused now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually. Are you back, in the matrix? Backing. I am. I'm, okay. I'm trying to like see through time and uh, prepare for whatever this next question could be. How about me and Jason each give an answer, and the one that is closest to the question you ask wins? <laughs> that would be impossible. Um, okay, guys, for the win. I'm to listen very, very closely so I know who answers first. 
what type of store did Mindy's father own on the Saucy. television? Who, who was that? That was me, Nick. Saucy. Porn Bucket. Okay, Porn Bucket. Go ahead. I, I hope you were going to say Mork and Mindy, and I hope it's a music store. That is correct. Uh, that, that was a Mork and Mindy question. That is exactly what I was going to ask. Uh, uh, right. uh, yeah. You know, Mark and Mindy actually aired from 1978 to 1982. Not very long. coming in the last season to play Murph, the son of Mark and Mindy. Good nice. God, I have no idea that he knew that much about Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Tom Poston played a handyman. I knew lots about Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy was a spinoff of Happy Days. <laughs> so, so I can I can sum up. I I know nothing of Mork and Mindy. So this it was it was meant it was meant to be for you, Nick. I I, I hopefully I gave you the challenge. It was in the stars. I had a, I knew I I know Robin Williams was in Mork and Mindy, and I know Nanu Nanu, and the Suspenders, and that's about it. Oh, yes. and the girl's name was Mindy. <laughs> Finally, being a lonely, disenfranchised, ugly little poor kid with no friends pays off. Oh, my God. You're no kidding. Wait. That's right. You killed Jason. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was fun. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, of course, we, we've got 13 minutes left, so we got to do our usual, uh, awesome having you on the show, and that means whoever is the first one to figure out the answer to the question that Saucy Corn Bucket asked. Yes, the question um, was, um, who picked up John Bobbitt's severed penis in the John Bobbitt porno? Which rock star, heavy metal rock star of the 80s, 90s? Was it Alice Cooper, Lemmy from Motorhead, Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden, or let's just say Vince Neil from Motley Crue? Because Bowie's not a metal fan. I'm switching that last one. Yeah, that's true. Vince Neil, Lemmy, Alice Cooper, or um, Bruce Dickinson. And whoever is the first person to answer it gets the Super Duper package from Harry Over Salvation, which I wish I had taken before I started drinking. It is the only... Uh, known thing that is scientifically proven to prevent excuse me, a hangover. All kinds of super duper vitamins and minerals and herbs and things in there. Probably tons of vitamin B because vitamin B always makes you feel better. Um, hey, Jason, you gave me the closest game ever, so thank you very much. What did you think of tonight's episode of Friday Night Drunken <laughs> Trivia? It was wonderful. I hope that you have me back again for a rematch. I need to try to, like, you know, regain my pride. Absolutely. I think you and more kegels. Well, I, I I think the kegel helped when I when I went on a little string. I was really kegeling it up. I think I stopped kegeling, and then I couldn't focus, and that was my downfall. So absolutely. All right, why don't you play more Sunday well, on the internet, so quick. Yeah, see, for as much as I hate the, the the initial taste of the Mad Dog, and as much as it makes me cringe, my lips are numb. So I'm I'm doing pretty good. Sunday is going to be a, a permanent fixture oh, in your home now. Yeah, we're yeah. 
Yeah. Let's spend the rent money on Mad Dog. Uh, so. You're yeah, okay with raising uh, the tent, right? Do what? You're okay with raising the children in a tent, right? I'm not <laughs> raising the children in a tent. Of, of, of Mad Dog? Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe. Okay. Um, we are having Charles Thompson, author of the book, Is the United States Worth Saving? Um, actually, I'm doing a survey. Jason, if I send you a survey, will you answer our four basic American questions? I love surveys, yes. I will send you one. I still need two more people to fill it out. That way I can divide by ten. Makes my life easier. Yes. Understood. Awesome. Um, let's see, yes, we have our author this week is America with Saving, and be sure to check yes, that out. Of course, it is the same time as always, 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. We will have our Roku channel up very, very soon. I have to completely redo 90% of the graphics, but that is okay. Um, we got one last to actress Jamie McCall, who has made our last Sunday episode the most listened to and downloaded episode of Ignorance Equation History. Absolutely. And she really is. She, she's absolutely lovely. Um, you know, just because, because I am who I am, uh, it's my instinct as a brunette, short, slightly stocky girl to dislike anyone who is blonde, blue-eyed, and very pretty. Um, but she's actually a very lovely lady, and I think she's very, very cool. So um, she's got a really good story to tell, and anybody who hasn't heard last Sunday's episode should definitely take a listen. Um, she got to where she is because just she's literally pulled herself up from a bootstrap. We've been really awesome. some good episodes. The first episode of the year, we had Matt Johnson, um, writer, director, and star of the movie The Dirty. Oh, he was amazing. Second he really week, Chris Novembrino, still the only man to beat me at Friday Night Trumps and Trivia. That's and great. last week, of course, was Jamie McCall, and our shows have been pushing big numbers. Yeah, that is because of, a lot of fans. That's not because of me. Absolutely. That's because of the podcast. I'm just a mouthpiece. I'm the Morton Downey Jr. of podcasting. No, I'm not that bad. And, of course, I'm, remember, we've got everything on our blog afterwards. It, you know, and if this is not your cup of tea, we probably have something that is your cup of tea. Of course, I uh, just to self shamelessly self-promote, I do also do my blog, The Maven Domestic, and it is all about every little thing that fabulous. I do here at the house, except for the radio show. Um, so it's got, you know, all the cooking and whatnot and crazy, interesting things that I figure out because I, let's face it, I'm a mom and I used to be a fan of MacGyver. So put those and two last together. Announcement. Jason Budd will now be doing the art. He is the fourth artist mm. taking on my children's book, Edward. Well, we're going to complete it. It's, it's not just taking yes. it on. We're going to get it done. It's only been, what, like, three, four years? Mm-hmm. And tonight, going to mauled by roving koala bears, and your arms will be chewed off, because that's just how my and freaking luck is. I don't know if you've had the chance to read the whole thing, but honestly, and completely serious for just a second, even though I'm pretty wasted, um, <laughs> no, um, this is one of the very few books that when I was finished reading it, I got that warm fuzzy, and every and woman on earth knows dog. what that is. Huh? So it wasn't a mad dog? 
No, it wasn't the Mad Dog. It was, you know, every once in a while, like the movie The Notebook gave me the warm fuzzy. Um, every once in a while, a book or a movie or what have you will just, a woman knows, we get the warm fuzzy. And it's just that perfect, oh, oh, that, oh, you know, I mean, there's no, it's just a warm fuzzy. This book honestly gave me the warm fuzzy. And every time I read it, I get just a little bit of that warm fuzzy. Every time I read it out loud, and I will, I will say on air right now, the audiobook version, I'm doing it. Period. I don't care. Whoever thought a Jack like it or not. like me could write such a sweet and gentle story. How many of a no, story? I remember. So, I remember when he was writing it. He literally would come to me and say, okay, I need you to read this and tell me if you like it better with this word in it or this word in it. Every word he agonized over to make sure it was exactly right. And it, it, it really is. It's beautiful. It's perfect. I, I mean, I can't. Now, once this is done, then you get to work on the next one. I've got the whole series see. lined up. What do you think, Jason? Is it good stuff for the masses? I, kids I think dig so. it. I mean, again, I... Uh, being a man without children, I would assume if I had children, I would read them this story because it is, it is a very sweet story. It's, it's a good message. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to, to do some sketches for you, and I'll, I'll send them out as soon as I can. All righty. Um, I'm going to go vomit or fall down. I can't decide which one I'm going to do first. <laughs> so why don't we call it a night because I'm – yeah. I'm yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think I'm going to go hunt for that one – sale cigarette that I've had in my car for a month or two months or however long. I know I've got one. I've just got one, and I think I'm going to go hunt for it because when I'm drinking, when I'm really, really, really drinking, that's usually when I want one. So it's going to be freaking cold out there, but I have a feeling that this drunk is going to be worth it. And, Jason, it has been so much fun having you on the show. Um, I'm not sure if I have you on my Facebook. If I don't, I'm definitely going to add you because this has been awesome. I hope we do get to make it up to Chicago. I don't know, honey, maybe this summer sometime. We're, Mike I mean, Bush we're lives in Chicago, and Jelly Vindictive lives in Chicago. So Absolutely, it could be totally a fun, fun evening. Um, I know we're planning on taking a trip to Sandusky this summer, so maybe we could take an evening, And because uh, I've got family that lives around Warsaw, South Bend, you know, up there. Um, so maybe we can you know, drop kid off there and go trek over there for a night or two. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Well, thank you. Definitely. You're always um, welcome. Also, and of course, if for any reason you happen to be in hell, we're here. Um, <laughs> and we've always got extra space. Uh, so it's been fun, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed this show. Mad Dog is horrible and wonderful at the same time. I hope everybody has a wonderful evening. And uh, the theme song of the Super Awesome Game names one of the 13 worst fighting games ever in the universe. That uh, that lovely quote was from. Whoa, whoa. Oh, you say Away of the Warrior was one of the worst video games ever? It, I, when I found it, it was named one of the worst video games of all what? fighting video games of that all time. Jason, you have got to chime in on this. How awesome is Way of the Warrior? 
I, I, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying that's what they said on this particular site, and that's why I found videos. Well, they suck, and that's my profession. They, they, they are missing the point about why Way of the Warrior <laughs> is so awesome. It, it speaks on so many levels. It's I not just it about a fighting game. It's about society. It is. The biker <laughs> chick? Yeah, yes. I saw her. She was cool. That, that's women's guy liberation. To a one inch little dude that kicks you in the face seven thousand times is his finishing move. <laughs> that's that's uh, all about. You don't judge a book by its cover. You know you got to give it size. Size. That's matter. absolutely right. Yep. That makes me sad inside. Uh, but my whole point in that little spiel was that we are going to end the show with the theme song that I found from that game, which is Thunderkick 65 from yes. Wild Zombies. One more side note. You know when you're old is when the 20-year-old girl that works with you, or I guess she's 21 now, has never heard of James Brown. I'm becoming a fucking relic. No, when I can no, ask she human who haven't heard of James Brown. She's never heard of anything. Like, really? Who does not? I mean, okay, I'm 34. I know who James Brown is. I would know, I would know who James Brown is even if my dad didn't listen to I don't when think, I was a kid. I don't think 20-year-olds now know who James Brown is. We are dinosaurs. I bet if I asked our 14-year-old daughter, she would know who James Brown is. Only because she takes in so much information a day because she never leaves her computer. That's, that's true, too. She, she's very, she knows things. She probably also knows who the Misfits of Science are and, you know, what TV show that is and a movie like The Breakfast Club and all this other stuff that no 20-year-old would know. Okay, let's um, kick in some white zombie and let's say goodnight. I've got to go to the bathroom for many different reasons. Okay, everybody. Thanks, Ian. Bye, Jason. I'll see you this week. Thanks, bro. Absolutely. Here we go. Good night, everybody. Try me. Porn bucket.
bucket. Porn bucket. <laughs> <laughs>